Welcome back to the MedBullet Step 1 podcast. In this episode, we go over the topic of somatic symptoms and related disorders from the psychiatry section on MedBullets.com. Let's start this episode with a clinical snapshot. A 36-year-old female has been visiting her primary care physician very frequently over the past seven months because she is afraid she has an underlying illness. She has been experiencing mild, nonspecific abdominal pain off and on throughout this time. Despite reassurances by her doctor, as well as a normal abdominal ultrasound and abdominal CT scan, she is still convinced something is being missed. Because of her fear, she has become socially withdrawn and spends much of her time at home researching diseases on the internet. This is a case of illness anxiety disorder. Let's now get into the topic. Let's start with the definition of somatic symptoms and related disorders. In terms of a definition, these are physical symptoms that cause mental distress. In the DSM-5, there is less of an emphasis on whether or not an underlying medical condition has been ruled out as a cause for the physical symptoms. Historically, this condition was called hysteria or somatization. In terms of the epidemiology, it is more common in females than in males. It is more common in less educated people and in people of lower socioeconomic status along with ethnic minorities. In terms of the various subtypes of somatic symptoms and related disorders, you would have somatic symptom disorder, pain disorder, conversion disorder, illness anxiety disorder, factitious disorder, malingering, and psychological factors affecting other medical conditions. Somatic symptom disorder is characterized by one or more physical symptom that causes distress. These can be dysfunctional thoughts, feelings, or behaviors associated with the physical symptoms. Note that this dysfunction is present for at least six months. In pain disorder, the patient would have chronic pain that causes significant distress or impairment. There are usually psychological factors that appear to influence the experience of the pain. Conversion disorder is neurological impairment involving voluntary motor or sensory function with no primary neurological cause. These symptoms may include paralysis, blindness, mutism, or seizures. Note that it cannot refer to sexual dysfunction or pain. Note that conversion disorder often follows an acute stressor. The patient is aware of but indifferent toward symptoms. This is known as the French term la belle indifférence. Conversion disorder is more common in adolescents and young adults. Moving on to illness anxiety disorder, this is the fear of having a serious illness. It involves mild or absent physical symptoms. It involves dysfunctional or maladaptive behaviors that are associated with health, such as excessive checkups and avoidance of certain behaviors associated with the potential illness. This condition involves preoccupation with the illness despite medical evaluation and reassurance. Note that this fear is present for at least six months. Moving on to factitious disorder, this is deliberately faking or manufacturing symptoms in order to maintain sympathy from others and assume the sick role. This can include things like injuries, infections, and hypoglycemia. There is no external benefit, such as workers' compensation or time off from work, etc., but these patients are often involved with the healthcare industry in some way and has some degree of medical knowledge. An extreme subtype of this is Munchausen syndrome. Patients often travel to numerous hospitals and clinics to seek treatment, and they consent to highly invasive procedures. Note that it is more common in males than in females. 
Note that a condition called Munchausen by proxy is where the caregiver induces symptoms in a child or elder under their care in order to assume the sick role by proxy. This is a form of abuse and should be reported. Moving on to the penultimate condition, malingering. Malingering is deliberately faking or exaggerating symptoms for an external benefit, such as workers' compensation, or time off from work, or even avoidance of criminal prosecution, etc. This is associated with antisocial personality disorder. And finally, psychological factors affecting other medical conditions are basically a form of psychological distress or a maladaptive behavior that triggers, exacerbates, or prevents the treatment of a medical condition. Okay, so now that we've gone over the major points about this topic, let's go over a few questions to apply the information and get a sense of how this topic has been tested on past exams. First question. A 27-year-old male medical student presents to student health with concerns about headaches. The patient reports that since starting medical school, he has started developing headaches occurring approximately once or twice a month. The patient previously has never had headaches and is otherwise healthy. The headaches are especially notable late at night when the patient stays up late. The patient reports that the headaches are predominantly feelings of tightness over his occipital scalp and neck. A year ago, the patient presented to the emergency department for the same symptoms, and a CT performed at the time was unremarkable. The patient is particularly concerned about a brain tumor causing his symptoms, as his family friend was diagnosed with one the previous year. The patient is requesting another scan to rule out intracranial pathology, as he worries about this on a daily basis. Which of the following is the most likely disorder? 1. Factitious disorder. 2. Illness anxiety disorder, 3. Malingering, 4. Pain disorder, or 5. Somatic symptom disorder. And the correct answer choice is answer choice 2 illness anxiety disorder. This patient with excessive concerns about having a brain tumor with only minor symptoms of head and neck pain likely has illness anxiety disorder. Remember, illness anxiety disorder falls in the differential diagnosis for somatic symptom and related disorders, which are characterized by the lack of conscious effort for primary or secondary gain. Illness anxiety disorder involves a fear of having a serious illness that lasts for greater than six months. Some patients may have mild symptoms which are real, but symptoms can be absent as well. This preoccupation with illness leads to multiple medical encounters despite reassurance from providers. This differs from somatic symptom disorder in that patients with somatic symptom disorder have one or more physical symptoms which may be unexplained. The symptoms can range from mild to severe. This patient's symptoms are more consistent with mild tension headaches or mild muscle pains. His excessive preoccupation with a brain tumor fall under illness anxiety disorder. Treatment for illness anxiety disorder include cognitive behavioral therapy and regular patient follow-up with the same provider, as well as avoiding unnecessary specialist referrals and diagnostic workup. Let's now review the incorrect answer choices. Answer choice 1, factitious disorder, occurs when a patient deliberately fakes symptoms for primary gain. This does not involve an external benefit, but instead the chief goal is to receive attention or sympathy as a patient. Answer choice 3, Malingering occurs when the patient deliberately fakes symptoms for secondary gain. This is for external benefits such as time off from work or compensation for an illness.
Answer choice four, pain disorder involves chronic pain that can be multifactorial in nature. Psychologic factors can significantly impact the experience of pain. While this patient does endorse neck and head tightness, his preoccupation with having a brain tumor is out of proportion to his symptoms. And finally, answer choice five, somatic symptom disorder involves one or more physical symptoms that may be unexplained. Symptoms can be severe, so concern with the disease is not necessarily out of proportion to the symptoms. As with illness anxiety disorder, the patient also develops dysfunctional thoughts regarding the disease in somatic symptom disorder. In summary, illness anxiety disorder is characterized by excessive preoccupation with mild or absent physical symptoms and results in maladaptive behaviors associated with health. Next question. A 23-year-old woman presents to the emergency department because of nausea. She has been experiencing severe intermittent nausea and diarrhea for the last year and refuses to leave the emergency department until she is told what is causing her symptoms. She hates hospitals but has reluctantly undergone numerous workups and imaging studies in order to discern what is wrong. All of the studies have been normal. She says that these symptoms have been causing her severe distress and is impairing her ability to perform her job. She says that she feels as if the nausea is worse when she is trying to work, but says that she will continue to work as an insurance agent despite the physical discomfort. She has started restricting her diet to only graham crackers because she thinks that helps her symptoms. She has also started avoiding eating lunch because of the nausea. Which of the following disorders is most consistent with this patient's presentation? 1. Conversion disorder 2. Factitious disorder 3. Illness anxiety disorder 4. Malingering or 5. Somatic symptom disorder And the correct answer choice is answer choice 5, somatic symptom disorder. This patient who has been experiencing over six months of nausea that causes her distress and is associated with dysfunctional behaviors most likely has somatic symptom disorder. Remember, somatic symptom disorder is a psychiatric disorder that presents with one or more physical symptoms that cause distress to the patient. The symptoms must last for at least six months and are associated with dysfunctional thoughts, feelings, or behaviors due to the physical symptoms. Patients with this disorder exhibit symptoms that cannot be tied to an organic cause of pathology. Importantly, patients with this disorder are not deliberately faking or manufacturing symptoms either for emotional or monetary reasons. Let's now review the incorrect answer choices. Answer choice 1, conversion disorder, would present with neurologic impairment with no primary neurological cause. Furthermore, patients with this disorder are not concerned about their own symptoms, which is known as, quote, la belle indifférence. Answer choice two, factitious disorder, is when patients deliberately fake or manufacture symptoms in order to obtain sympathy from others and assume the sick role. However, this patient hates hospitals and only reluctantly underwent procedures. Answer choice three, illness anxiety disorder presents with fear of having a serious illness. However, patients with this disorder only have mild or absent physical symptoms. And finally, answer choice four, malingering, is when patients deliberately fake or exaggerate symptoms for an external benefit, such as workers' compensation, time off from work, or avoidance of criminal prosecution. However, this patient has continued working despite the nausea. In summary, somatic symptom disorder is when patients experience dysfunctional thoughts, feelings, or behaviors associated with a physical symptom.
And that's all for this review about somatic symptoms and related disorders. Hopefully that was helpful. This is the MedBullets Step 1 podcast, a daily audio review session by MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. Keep in mind that these podcasts are designed to go along with the topics on MedBullets.com, and in fact, you can listen to these episodes right on the MedBullets website or mobile app while going through the topic. If you've gotten any value from these MedBullets Step 1 podcasts so far, please consider leaving us a 5-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Also, if you are not already, be sure to follow MedBullets on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for daily high-yield content. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here on the MedBullets Step 1 podcast.